0: locked on cowboys your daily dallas cowboys podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day welcome back to the locked on cowboys podcast part of the locked on podcast network Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Ghost Boys podcast. Landon, we finished up HBO's Hard Knocks. Uh, How are you doing today, sir? I'm I'm a little bit concerned. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm
1: ready to hit the panic button. Uh, watching mm. Dak go one for six with only one touchdown when targeting Aiden Diggs was uh, was a little bit disappointing. It, and I, I'm I not mean, wondering to read the preseason underhanded, stats. If <laughs> it underhanded,
0: I mean, jeez. Uh,
1: well, I, now I understand why Aiden keeps confusing him with Patrick Mahomes, I guess. <laughs> so that explains
0: it. Uh, I was going to just ask you the best scene or the biggest winners from this entire series, but I think we know the answer, right? I mean, it's Aiden, Aiden, Diggs, Aiden right?
1: Diggs is is number one superstar <laughs> from HBO uh, HBO's Hard Knocks this season. I, I think there's no doubt about it. Get this kid some kind of you know comprehensive <laughs> uh, package deal, like a movie deal or whatever. He's he's ready to go. Just just pop him into something. He's a star.
0: Uh, I just want to say, Aiden just calling Dak Dak Prescott all the time. <laughs> like happy to say both first and last name every single time. It's nice to meet you, <laughs> Dak Prescott. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, <laughs> Dak Prescott. How are, are you, you ready doing? For the game, Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs>
1: believe
0: uh, in yourself,
1: for... Dad. That's still my favorite. <laughs> like, him yelling, yeah. believe in yourself. To his dad is so awesome. Oh, uh, it's, it's, so awesome. it's
0: so 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 good. Uh, all right. So before we get into talking about this episode, let's just talk about the season as a whole. How did you think it was? These five episodes. Were you disappointed? Did you like the season? What are your thoughts?
1: You know, I have to, like, it's tough because you almost have to kind of separate yourself as a Cowboys fan from a fan of watching Hard Knocks, right? Because the things that... Yeah, yeah, because the thing, well, they're not only just different, but they're in conflict with each other, right? Because the things that make a good Hard Knocks kind of are the things that would make a bad team right like like the conflict the the like the you know the angst the you know i mean sometimes there's always the kind of uh uh what what, what we saw like the down roster folks and they're struggling to make the team Mm -hmm. that stuff is still fascinating i mean the 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 faces change but the storylines basically the same so it's a little stale in some sense because it's the same thing that you see over and over again but but you know we waited up until this episode to kind of and by we i mean like the viewers of the show not the cowboys fans because Cowboys fans know the answers the like the fan the people that are watching the show like that aren't that aren't cowboys fans they've waited up until now to see you know exactly what the result of all this is for these guys and so mm-hmm. this was really the only truly episode like a truly interesting episode of television you know i, I think the things like as a tv fan there wasn't a, a ton that was great to watch there was a moments that were funny here we mentioned aiden Diggs, but <laughs> you know and then as a cowboys fan i think it was great because honestly there right. wasn't much yes. there like and i think that to me is reassuring that this is a a stable team that's ready to to go win football games and, and that's not always the same thing as being good you know good watching television
0: i do think this of all the seasons of hard knocks i think i've seen just about all of them this is probably on the lower end like there just yeah. wasn't a lot of drama and i i don't know if it's because the Cowboys didn't really have a lot during camp and preseason outside of Dak's, quote-unquote, shoulder injury, right? Like, Yeah. Th- th- what else are they really going to harp on? Like, for example, we saw two years ago with the Raiders, like the Antonio Brown thing was going on, right? He was practicing. He wasn't practicing. Uh, that basically carried the show for three or four weeks. It was Gruden coming back to to the Raiders. But Cowboys just didn't really have anything like that to kind of harp on, right?
1: Yeah. And again, like that's, that's, that's the good news for the Cowboys fans that are watching this, you know, that's it's, and, and, and even like the shoulder thing, like we've been living through it these last few weeks and, and we've been talking about how it's kind of a, you know, Overblown story in the sense that you know he's he's going to be fine, fine and it's yeah. going to be okay, but and, and and it almost felt like the hard knock situation was driving it even further, you know, and and, and they latched right onto it, you know, do, to because their credit because they right? were like it, uh, they had to. I mean, he's the main star, and also it's just like they had to have something, you know, and right. that's even Zeke. It was like he was a lovable clown. He wasn't the, you know, uh, uh, dangerous, uh, explosive, uh, you know, who, who knows what he's going to do next in a well, bad and way. It's kind not of even guy.
0: like a, a, TO situation where it's me, me, exactly. me, 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 look at me, look at me. It's not anything like that. Right. No. And that's, that's the thing is that you, you know,
1: you kind of have these perceptions of, of like, Oh, this could be salacious with all these guys that have kind of these, you know, reputations of being different nod, but it's like Demarcus Lawrence is kind of a, just a, a funny, you know, Buddha. like, you know, Buddha type <laughs> that just sits there and dispenses wisdom. Zeke is just a clown who is has a lot of fun. Dak is, like, a spotless leader. Like, yeah. I mean, seriously, every time I get to know more about Dak Prescott or get more insight, and I know he's on camera, and I know that he knows that he's on camera. I know that. But every time you get a chance to see more insight into who Dak is,
0: you're more impressed with who he is. Right.
1: Like, as a right. leader, as a person, as a football player.
0: Well, I would also talk about like some of the other guys they focused on, like Amari Cooper. Like, we, we kind of know who Amari Cooper is. He's a quiet, yeah. he's a very thoughtful person that doesn't make it, <laughs> it great for TV, right? Even Diggs, <laughs> like, I think they really, really tried to play out this Trevon Diggs Amari Cooper yeah. rivalry, and they're both like, okay, you got me. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty good. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and it's
1: like, and just like even CD, it's like, it's like, what the most salacious thing about him is
0: that he likes candles. I you know <laughs> and then, and the candle he, had, he was burning. By the way, I know that one. I,
1: <laughs> I did. Wow, that's the, you, the fact you priced that uh, on site is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's funny that like. I didn't even think about this. The fact that, you know, he is notorious as, as he, you know, introduced us in, into, in this first kind of exposure of hard knocks, you know, notoriously a big scentophile If that's a word I just made up. Yep. And he, and, and because of COVID, he lost his, his sense of smell for <laughs> a week. I, I didn't even think about that. And it so it that really bothered hard.
0: him. You could tell that was the thing. He yeah. woke up in the morning and it really bothered him that he couldn't smell his candles. It's just like, it, 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 that's just the big storyline of hard knocks. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. That, that it's like, these guys are kind of football nerds to a large degree. They're not like the wild, crazy party animal types as much. They're like, they love playing football and doing their own thing. And it was just kind of interesting that that was a lot of what we got from the superstars. It's as opposed to kind of, you know, I don't know. Uh, uh, like I said, salacious is the word that I keep thinking that they well, want. Well, I mean,
0: but- he- here's the thing, Landon. It's the Cowboys of the last couple of years have kind of built their team this way, right? Like it's, yeah. They don't really have any knuckleheads. They they have one kind of clown in it, seek, but it's a lot of guys who are very quiet, kind of keep to themselves. You know, their entire receiving core is that way, right? That's the quietest oh, receiving core I think I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, right? It's just it's kind the most of understated
1: of these... receiving core ever, I think. Seriously, they just all three of them are just kind of the most yeah, egoless wide receivers I've ever. Yeah, seen.
0: I mean, who's the loudest and has the biggest ego of the three? I mean, probably, probably. Amari when it comes to chess.
1: Maybe loudest gallop just because he's laughing like a goofball, like not I because mean, he's yeah. like yeah. audacious or anything. He's it's just, it, yeah, it's the no drama team. Like it's, I, I it's funny because they have this outside reputation of being, you know dramatic and having a lot of you know uh malcontents and bad bad folks but it hasn't I mean, been like that for a while look around they would have shown tell up me, by now at, point, at some point, point Trust me, me where they're at right yeah they would they trust me they would thrust them in front of the camera if they had the opportunity if they were there but this wasn't there
0: right uh they don't have uh all right let's take a quick <laughs> break so i can tell you guys about bet online it's that time of year getting all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. All you have to do is to use that promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, baseball, boxing to all of your favorite favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage now of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online your online sports book experts. All right, Landon, I I, I want to get into some of this episode, but for me the biggest winner maybe of the entire series, and we're getting back to being a serious thing is Azura Kamara. Um I think yeah. you and I were both shocked when he made the team. And actually, I remember when we were talking about him, like we thought this was somebody who was going to be on the roster for a little bit and probably eventually released and go to the practice squad, right? I, up until tonight, I still thought that. After watching Mike McCarthy and uh, Will McClay and some of these guys talk about Azure, it's pretty clear that's not the case. Like they think he's a he's a guy that's going to stick for a while. Uh, was that your takeaway?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it felt like they they definitely valued him higher than what we anticipated and 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 you know i think a lot of it is that they they were commenting a lot about his special teams prowess that you know it's kind of tougher at times for us to get Mm -hmm. good angles on and and that sort of thing and and so it's it's kind of tough just based on you know uh some of the some of the names that we uh we're seeing on some of these units, whether or not it was going to, and it turns out, I guess a lot of that ended up being a little bit more of an indicator than we thought, you know, Luke Gifford uh, so, made it right. Yeah. Gifford and, and Kamara. I mean, Kamara be making it was, was really shocking. Very um, shocking. But, yep. but I, I, I don't disagree with the idea that, that he has a lot of upside. You know, I, I do think that, you know, there is something when you watch him in practice, uh, he, he does pop out, you know, it's just a matter of, of uh and, and and maybe that's the thing that that like you know we didn't uh rate enough right like is that he has a skill set specifically to be a pass rusher and those have those are valued in the nfl so when you show that ability and really the only you know weakness you have is kind of just lacking strength that's something that they can help you with obviously that's something that they can right. you know coach up and that being in a system will help you develop so um you know i i i i Kudos to him. Congrats to him. That's. I mean, that's. He's an incredible story, obviously, um, but I also think that you know he's he's got a lot of development he's going to need to do before he's going to be, you know, part of a rotation uh, on defense. I think I, I I I obviously anticipate him to be a, a heavy player in special teams when he when he's active because that's be clearly where they're impressed. I don't know. I I would. i, wouldn't, I probably not. I, I imagine him to being. I mean, like I didn't think he was going to get make the team. So well, I, I, I mean, I imagine being an, like
0: an inactive. Chauncey Golston's not going to be active. I don't think. Right. I mean, Golston only has a few practices under his belt. Right. Uh, you say that, but
1: I mean, he was. A li- they list, they're listing him as a limited participant. I think in in in. No, in he was a full yeah, participant the last two days. Was he? Oh, I thought they had to update that because he was. A full no, no, I, so, I,
0: I saw, I saw it from uh, the official report today. He was a full participant the last two days. So,
1: well, I mean, look, I, I think that, I mean, is there any reason they couldn't make both Kamara and uh, 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 Golson game day inactives for at least the first few weeks? I,
0: I mean, yeah, I think that's it, possible. I just, <laughs> I don't think, Golsan's I know, I know it's
1: active. two defensive ends on the game day inactive that only, you're know, only allowed, you know, was it six something? So it's like, yeah, it's not a lot of people. So it's 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 I think it's you know it's going to be interesting to see exactly what they do, but I just think that if Kamara is on the active roster, that he's going to be playing heavily special teams
0: snaps mostly. I agree. All right, let's get to some other things from this episode. Uh, Mike McCarthy pretty clearly loves Ben DiNucci, right? Like, yeah. uh, that's that surprising. <laughs> uh, he said he never wants to give up on a, a player in their second year, especially at the quarterback. He likes to carry quarterbacks. Uh, that's not really all that shocking. The, the, the big quote out of there that people are going to run away with is that Mike McCarthy said, uh, Danucci has some things that you can't find in free agency. I don't know what those things are, but apparently Mike McCarthy values him. Um, thoughts on Ben Danucci? To
1: defend Mike a little bit here, I, I think that Ben has some, he does, you know. He has some people make fun of his sidearm delivery, but I, what I read that as is I, I see a guy who can throw from multiple platforms, and that's that is a useful tool. I think that there is he has some athleticism to him combined with uh, some throwing ability that is uh it's, it's an interesting combination. You know, the problem is is that if 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 you don't if he doesn't develop then I think his ceiling is is like what where Garrett Gilbert is at, right? Like he's yeah. just yeah. not able to get th- – I mean there's a difference between being able to get through all your progressions and then being able to act on them in time. And I think that's what we're seeing with Gilbert is that Gilbert is going through his progressions. It's not like he's slow to, necessarily slow to go through his progressions. I think it's more that he has a hard time deciding, just pulling the trigger and realizing – Oh, it's time to go. It's time to either get rid of the ball yep, or or not. Right. I think that's what Danucci is too is it's like he spends all this time either being too concerned that he's going to make a mistake or overcompensating the other way. He's he's really struggling to find like a you know a, a level of urgency in his play that is, you know, comfortable, safe, but also aggressive enough to make the plays that are necessary to be a professional quarterback.
0: I just don't care too much. Like he's going to be on the practice squad. I I doubt he ever makes an active roster again unless something terrible happens in front of him. Right. <laughs> Somebody's uh, got
1: to be the practice squad quarterback. You right. Know?
0: It's like, it's, 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 it, who cares? Like, I did find it interesting that when Will McClay was talking to all the guys that were going to be cut, that were going to go on waivers, and they wanted to bring back Garrett Gilbert wasn't there. Like, they pretty clearly, the Cowboys decided, I mean, it, we're going with Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert's not in our plans at all. I I just found that interesting that they really didn't seem like they cared if Garrett Gilbert came back to the practice squad or not. Uh, well, that was prob- interesting.
1: They probably weren't going to carry two quarterbacks in the practice squad, I guess. You know, and and once they made the decision that it was Cooper Rush as the backup, there really wasn't a place for Gilbert, you know, to be on the team. Right. So. I I I I am with uh friend of the Show, Katie Drummond, though. I, I really wish they had shown the Rondell Carter cutscene because <laughs> I want I want to know what, what happened so such so that he didn't come back to the team because that's that's uh, interesting. Yeah, that
0: would have been that would have been an interesting one. Um all right, a couple more. I our guy Isaac got cut, Jaquan Hardy got cut. I actually there was a really interesting moment where Skip Pete was talking to to Hardy just one on one after Hardy I love was released. That. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I mean you can tell Pete's just like he's a teacher, right? He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Um, But the thing I took away is like, it was pretty clear that skip thought he was like a really good kid and he wanted to work with Mm -hmm. him. Like he said, listen, you listen well, you do what you're asked. Um, I think those are the kind of guys you want on your practice squad, right? Like guys that aren't going to be uh, a problem to have in meetings. They're reliable. They listen. That's the exact type of, Practice squad running back, you want so I, I just thought that was a nice little moment.
1: Absolutely, I, I thought it was great. I mean, he's just kind of you know being honest with the guy, being you know talking to a person, man to man, about what his his opportunity is, how to best take advantage of that opportunity, and and showing a real willingness to like, hey, you're worth my time. You know, you yep. you you're listen, you can develop. You know, come back and let's let's get back to work. And and you know, I thought his. Jaquan Hardy's demeanor during that whole situation was very fascinating to me. Yes, it was very kind of even, and then at the end, you know, really took it all in and understood exactly what his opportunity was. And by the end of it, seemed very excited about the future, which I think is a very positive look. If you're a long shot. This whole show is about the long shots on this team. You have to make your own opportunities, and if that sure. means. Having a positive mental attitude when in these situations of being able to have the fortitude to get through this, like that's what you have to do to be able to to be the rare exception of these guys that 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 makes it on an NFL roster eventually after being on the practice squad. Uh,
0: One more little quick moment that I wanted to add in when Mike McCarthy and Isaac were talking, like as they cut him, uh, that was just cool. You know, Isaac saying how much he appreciated the Cowboys and all that kind of stuff, and as they're getting up to leave. Uh, Mike McCarthy says, "Well, you'll you, we'll have to see if you clear waivers first, but we'll see you Thursday." Basically, like,
1: well, you're that was it. <laughs>
0: wasn't, wasn't that Al who
1: who who suggested?
0: Well, I hope you know. We, I yeah, I get, hope I clear waivers. Yeah, I make
1: I make hope I may get picked, I yeah, I get picked what, up another team. And we're and like, McCarthy's
0: uh, like, "Yeah, we'll see you Thursday." <laughs> yeah, I'll see you Thursday.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, I, I, okay, I thought it was like
0: confusing. they know the guys that are potentially going to get claimed and which ones aren't. Poor Isaac. Uh, that, that was really good. That was really fun. Uh, I want to talk more about some of our favorite moments from this season. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Run Your Pool. Football season is back. Let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Confidence Pools, 30-30, and so much more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or whatever you want. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand it with your pool with a local business, a bar, or a restaurant reconnect with friends, and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. To check them out today and get a $10 off rebate, all you have to do is go to runyourpool.com slash locked on or use promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts on September 9th with your Dallas Cowboys. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. Also quickly want to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. It's the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next box at BiltBar.com. All right. Uh, one more thing from this episode, Landon. Jerry Jones is view for practice. I mean, unbelievable, right? Is that just not the best?
1: That's, that's why you spend whatever a billion dollars for that thing, is to get that view and to get to watch practice every single day. That was that was pretty uh, impressive. That, that I was mean, pretty good. I I did like that. You know, look, you knew that they were going to end with some kind of Jerry. Of course. You they know, were. Yeah. It, it begin and end with Jerry, right? And, and, and I like that little, you know, Uh, thing that did. Who knows how much of that is BS? But I, I, I honestly believe that Jerry kind of views the world like that. Is that it doesn't really matter what you did before. It's like what's it's what you're doing. You don't get to
0: be that successful with any other attitude. I don't think. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's always been. I think that's always been the kind of misconception about him, um or at least people think people don't outside the building don't really believe is that he. Uh, that he doesn't care about winning, you know, it's and that he, he, he and he yeah. doesn't he cares about making money. He does make a lot of money, <laughs> and he does you know the team makes a lot more money than than maybe they should. Frankly, when reflecting their record at times, right, right. right. But but I think that Jerry cares very very deeply yes. about winning and about winning football games specifically.
0: Did you like so. his little one minute rant on Dak Prescott about how he fell to the fourth round? Like they just. They, they have stats to quantify everything else, you know, speed, size, uh, but they don't have it to, to, to the leadership in the heart. I thought that was really interesting. I still want to ask Jerry how he felt at the fourth round. Like, what, what, why did you guys let him drop that far? But that's for another day.
1: You know, I mean, like, I, I think you saw it. Like, again, I, I already kind of gushed, but when he was giving that speech uh, to the guys, like right before they broke practice before, mm-hmm. you know, cut down day, and he was talking about how um you know, even if you weren't here on Thursday, that you were a part of this, that you helped us build this, and that in that yep. all of our success is your success as well. And I mean like who does that? later, man. Who it's, comes up with that stuff itself? I mean, I, I understand he's on hard knocks and he maybe he maybe he knew that and maybe he came up with that. But, but I it doesn't think come so. across
0: as corny, like it does so yeah, many other people.
1: I, it sounds like something he would just say because that—that's the kind of stuff that he just comes up with all the time. And and right. and right. I, he's just like I hate to sound like corny and inspiring, but you know, for for a dude to just like after practice, like do, you know, come up, after watching what he does on the practice field, and then for him to come up and, and say stuff like that, like it's meaningful. It, and it, I and I, I can see why guys want to run through
0: walls for him. All right, so to finish out Hard Knocks, let's talk about our favorite moment from the season. Uh, I'll give you some some of my favorites. so oh, bad. Jerry Jones putting extra salt on the already salty McGriddle—that's up there. It's pretty amazing. Uh, the three-minute drone shot, which is I should win some Emmys or whatever, whatever awards, whatever it awards they're up for. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Aiden Diggs, just in general, a- every second—I mean, he's just awesome. Uh, what are some of your favorites?
1: Yeah. I mean, the drone shot obviously was just like, I remember there's a point where like it's just quiet and you're just watching it. And I just remember sitting there and my eyes were just, you know, saucers yeah. because it's just so fascinating. Um, you know, I think getting, you know, little things, just getting to know C. D lamb a little bit more and just how funny he is, like how he odd it's such a yeah. good way, you know? And um, that was interesting. I, I like, you know, look, we cover the team really close. So for me, like the, I have personal, Interest in learning a little bit about these guys as people, so just even if it was stupid stuff, like it was fascinating to, to see like how these guys are behind the scenes. So there's tons of that, and there's lots of little things, but also just again, I think my favorite thing was watching Dak interact with the team when. When it felt like the camera, he felt like he forgot about the cameras. Like like yes, when he was cursing exactly. out Garrett Gilbert, when he was making bets that first time, he was making bets with Trayvon Diggs. Like the moments like that, where you see competitive Dak that you only kind of hear or whispers about from other people, uh, when you actually see that kind of show up, that was really awesome. Uh, that one's good, but
0: Bones Fossil talking about his vasectomy is way better.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, y- 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 we've heard lots of legend about that as well. So I guess uh, that was that was a really fun one.
0: Yeah, I, that's that's gonna be my takeaway. Bones fossil is hilarious. How do you like him talking about running as a reward, not a punishment?
1: I thought that was fascinating. Actually, I it it, don't, it, buy, it, it, I don't it, buy
0: it at all. But okay, it's an interesting. <laughs> it's an well, look. I mean, look. It's an interesting, it's an interesting. Uh,
1: it's an interesting take because I mean, listen. To be an NFL football NFL player, you have to be into running. Like you got like yeah, like yeah. you just have to because that's all you're doing all day. So.
0: Okay, well, I, he he didn't sell me, but he he did a good job trying at least. But uh, he, 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 gave, <laughs> he, he gave it. He all. He gave, gave
1: it his, his all. He was trying to mix it up. It was it, like it's the end of training camp. We're all really bored. He's got to mix it up. He did. He did his best,
0: and, and you know, good. Good for Bones. Oh, I, I should end with this. How about watching film on that giant TV inside of the star? Like, how cool would that be? <laughs> Cowboys life, man. Cowboys life. Uh, Cowboys life. Uh, That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to support us on YouTube. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time.